0: This is your anime DGEN's weekly rundown 30. Let's get it. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's another weekly rundown. This week we only have three shows. Again, <laughs> uh, we have Jujutsu Kaisen on break and One Piece on break. But luckily, Jujutsu Kaisen is coming out on the thirty first of August here, so it'll be back next week on the rundown. It's just been really odd, only having three shows.
1: It's been kind of. Ni- it's been kind of nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been kind of nice. I feel like four is like a good sweet spot
2: for me. I guess i by the just way, talk this this is like episode thirty y'all y'all realize we've been doing this for like seven months now, yeah, man. It's going by quickly seven, yeah. after, five.
1: what'd you say, Dan? Seven point five,
2: yeah, yes, sir, seven over seven months we we almost got a baby, bro. Pause.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yourself, dude ability, yeah, I don't know where that came from that was that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, guys, the uh, shows in order for this week are Bleach Thousand Year Blood War episode twenty one, Zom one hundred episode six, and then we got Roroni Kenshin episode eight. We had a couple, couple decent ones in there this week, I believe. How you boys feeling about it?
1: It was good, good, good week. Excellent. It
0: was, yeah, it was pretty week. solid.
1: It's kind of hard yeah. to follow up last week though.
0: Yeah, we had some gas. We had some gas last week. But you boys want to get into it?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's start with my boy who's fucking back, baby. So we're going to start with Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War 21, The Headless Star. Kenpachi's victory is cut short by a gang of Sternritters who get in a surprise attack. Shortly after, my fucking boy, Ichigo Kurosaki, returns from the Royal Palace To defend his friends and the Seireite. So this episode like started off with like another one of those like creepy hand visuals. Like there were like hundreds of Quincy hands and like a baby is transforming into an older person. And I I think it's I think I think like the baby was Yuhabaha, right? Was it like
0: I couldn't tell. I was thinking maybe it was. Um, But the, the innocence in the in the young child's eyes, I just I just didn't see him in there.
1: I didn't see any innocence once he became a, <laughs> a, a a young boy, dude. Those eyes were like fierce. Yeah,
0: no, they, they were, they started to get piercing, but it, yeah, it definitely could have been Yuhabaha. Um,
1: you saw not, like not the, energy, sure, you, you saw the energy from the Quincy's going towards them. And like when a Quincy dies, he basically sucks up all their memories and their powers. So, true, true. I'm thinking it would make a little sense. Look at you using your context clues. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm a big man of context clues and past knowledge from reading the manga. <laughs> <I'm> just- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it okay. does make a lot of sense, bro. I don't I just- remember. I don't remember the hands in the manga. Though. Uh,
2: no, definitely not as creepy. Yeah, it always weirds me out when they do
0: that. <laughs> but yeah, but, so you know, uh, I mean, right after Yuhabaha, like, he kind of like thanks the people that like died. And he says, you know, he can see the world clearly again. So, also tells Ishida to you know to say goodbye to this world, and there's no turning back. So we we got we got into it pretty quickly after that creepy little scene there.
1: Yeah, man, shit's about to go down. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so Kenpachi claimed victory, and he kind of realized he was, he was a little more beat up than he thought. You know, he starts coughing up blood. He's like, oh, I'm, I must have just banged up my internal organs. Not really much of a big deal. You know, we're still standing. Like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> By the
2: way, I just want to let y'all know, I'm so sad that I missed last week. And to make up for it today, I think I'm going to change my name to Kenny sir <laughs> you could call me kitty this episode <laughs> i'm
3: not calling you kitty
1: i am i am 1000 percent not doing that <laughs> i will call you minato I mean, i'm gonna call you a taco hero dude it's done
2: you know kenny is actually up there minato on my scales so just just want to let you know that Holy shit! We're filling up the Mount
1: Rushmore. Mount <laughs> <laughs> Rushmore, four <laughs> Naruto characters and fucking Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> like no you,
2: you name another person that can like get sucked into space, come out of it, like slash a meteor, and have, and then. You know, have his hearing gone, his guts, his in, in te- interior, like, all screwed up, and still fight. how many, how many chicks is he fixing to fight? Four, Four, five. And he's just like, oh, no, no problem, bro. Hold on a minute. <laughs> let me, let me, let me uh, get y'all. I mean,
0: he is a real one. He is a real one.
1: I mean, I can definitely think of one right off the top of my head because the minute he showed up to save Kenny, he put all those chicks in a body bag.
0: <laughs> With ease. He was going easy on them, too. Um, True. But yeah, Kampachi, like you said, his his hearing's all messed up and he's looking f- and his, uh, he's bleeding internally, which is no joke. But he's more concerned about Yashiru and the other Soul Reapers are also saying that they can't sense her spiritual pressure, but there's absolutely no shot she is dead. I think they no. even showed her cloak. Hope she's not dead. Um, but she she was okay the last time we saw her, and she can handle herself pretty well, so I don't think there's gonna be any issues there. But of course, Kenny is worried about her, as always.
1: Oh, definitely, man. I mean, Yachtri is such a great character. And like when I saw her her uh her cloak down there with like the lieutenant badge, I got a little worried. You know, I mean that's that's like one of the the funniest girls in all of like bleach
0: right man it wouldn't feel right if they killed her off that'd be that'd be kind of fucked
1: especially yeah. since she's like a child <laughs> nobody likes to see a little girl die
2: the crazy thing is uh, she she had somebody taking her down Now I don't remember her name um, it was uh, the old uh, uh, Unihana's um, lieutenant lieutenant yeah she had her taking her to the uh, infirmary uh, for her cookie bones. Remember?
1: Yeah, I know uh, she was looking for. Her. I don't know if she forgot to meet up with her though. I mean, it's kind of weird that her. But um, they
2: carried her off, right? I, I thought did. I thought she had her in her arms, carrying her off because she couldn't walk because her bones was cookies. When Kimpachi showed up, no, I she, thought she just she went was
0: uh, Yeah, like she. Okay, so her, her bones turned back to normal when he started focusing on Kenny. Yeah. And then he was like, get out of here, get your arm healed up. And she jumped off the stage. That's the last we've seen of her.
2: I could have swore that, uh, old girl was like carrying her to the med station.
1: No, I believe she had somebody else she was carrying.
2: Okay. That could have been where I went wrong then. I know she was, I was pretty sure she was carrying someone. So that makes more sense then. I was like, there ain't no way a lieutenant and, uh, and, uh, her would, like, go down, you know what I mean? Like, she's right. just way too strong.
0: And it would feel wrong because it's, it would, like, even be off screen. Yeah. Um, I don't think she got defeated, maybe, like, captured, but they're, they're not really taking prisoners, so I don't know how that would work out. I think she's fine.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the funny thing with Yachiru is she's not the str- second strongest in that, um... In That division because I mean, you've got three and four, I can't remember their names. You got the guy, the bald head looking one, one punch man dude, and then the flamboyant guy, and they're freaking yoked. is really just number two because that's Kenny's girl, you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely play, plays favorites.
1: That's
2: uh, that's Kenny's minato, you know. I, uh, you know, I'm I got a little minato on my shoulder. I know y'all can't see him, but you know, it's kind of like. You know, aerodynamic too.
1: Indian, I and mean, Yachiro. Me and Bass are currently looking at him, and I don't think Bass. Can you see the little minnow on his shoulder? I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think. Well, that, I just I said y'all invisible. couldn't see him. Yeah. So I, wow, I thought you are talking to listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell talking you that to he's, he's not there. He's not there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to get into the boxing? Yeah, let's do it. So, Kimpachi's victory is cut very short. And he gets hit by a thunderbolt of Reishi. And proceeds to get jumped by the four chicks who are watching on. And they have some crazy powers. I mean, Lil Toto, Chomps. Her, like, ability was she had basically, like, bow-wows from freaking Mario. <laughs> and they were just It was disgusting,
0: up. man. Like the... the... And uh, she you know, after they hit, hit uh, Kenny with a Thunderbolt Reishi, they're like, you know what, anything goes because we're fighting Kimpache. And I love that they had to put like so much caution behind even jumping him that they got to like sneak him before. That's like, I mean, I feel like it's, it's, it's normal business, especially in this war. Everybody like announces themselves when they pull up and they were like, nah, we're just going to start. We're going to start going after him without even saying a fucking word because <laughs> he's too much. He's too much.
1: Oh, definitely man but these these chicks were crazy i mean meninas the power like she could she was just yoked like when she broke out her special power she was punching with barbells <laughs> you had giselle who had the creepiest power ever if her blood hit someone they would turn him into a mindless zombie that would just attack for her then you had candace catnip what a name first off
2: oh candy yeah,
1: and candy was our our babe with the thunderbolts dude
0: yeah, I, I put a lot of respect on Candice's name, uh, Giselle, old uh, zombie girl. She was misutilizing her powers when she pulled up and like made and got the blood, her blood, all over the Soul Reapers, and like she didn't make them like fight for her. I felt like that was a huge missed opportunity.
1: Oh, definitely, dude. It gave me like Code Geass flashbacks.
0: Oh man, you're I mean, right. I was, right. Like, I was thinking
1: call. that too. Yeah. And then Tyler yeah. went on a forty-five minute rant about the guns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: didn't sound right
1: those slashes <laughs> they, man they didn't sound we got
0: right.
2: to the bottom of that shit bro me and dan figured it out you know it did there was something wrong with the gun sounds was there not
1: there was it was fucking magnets dude
0: magnet guns there was a yeah. multiple day investigation uh to our listeners about the sound of these guns in code Gias.
2: i was right i there y'all was looking at me like i was crazy but i was like bro was. is something yeah. wrong with this shit you're right. I was so. <laughs>
0: Did you like, you were crazy.
2: <laughs> so speaking of these four girls, uh, just showed up out of nowhere. Which one, which one's y'all's favorites? Like which one do y'all like the most? Like the powers and all that good stuff. Man, I I'm get... going to
0: have to say Candace. Like, like she's like goes the hardest. Uh, a close second for me is uh gazelle.
1: Okay. I'm gonna have to go Maninas, dude. I like her. I like her like she looks like she's in like a like a, a marching band, but she's yoked. Like that is a great fit.
2: My favorite is gonna have to be uh Gazelle as well. I just her ability is like pretty OP, not gonna lie. It looks like she can't be killed. You know, she's got uh rein uh uh regeneration uh stuff going on and zombie stuff, so pretty good. I yeah. like it.
1: Definitely. But yeah, so the Stern were pretty surprised that Kenny was still moving like he was after fighting Grammy. I mean, he was still going at him pretty hard, and he's probably in the worst shape we've seen him in Bleach.
0: Yeah, He was still and, moving around pretty easily, and they were, I mean, th- these four Stern were barely getting out of the way of his attacks.
2: But let me just say this right now. Let me just say this. Oh, Kenny still has his eye patch on, and he still hasn't shown us his bonk eye. And he's just find these chicks like that. Like he knows that he, he could probably power up and just demolish them. But you know, he doesn't yet. So, and he didn't have to. So
1: yeah, he might be in a situation to where he's so beat up that he can't use his bank I mean, that takes a lot of, mm, I don't know. A
2: lot of strength,
1: so. you know,
2: I don't, I'm not putting my man Kenny down there that far.
1: I mean, he's, man, just, I he's think just, he's playing. just chilling,
2: man. He Your just, man, wants
1: a, he wants a challenge, bro. I know you've got Kenny up on a pedestal with me and it's out here, but Kenny got <laughs> hit with a lightning bolt and was down for the count. He could not move.
0: He, he was, down, uh, Kenny. Nah, I, th- I think he's, I think he's, uh, just kind of like leading it on. I don't think he's like quite down for the count yet. Yeah. I don't think Brody so either. Brody get hurt though. Yeah. So like they hit him with a massive thunder, thunderbolt and like, uh, Candice like definitely did put him down. He he looked like he had been uh, lightly pan seared,
1: is what it looked like. <laughs> he looked like a trout that had roasted over a fire in a food based anime, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is the same shading. Um, but yeah, then we uh,
1: I'm actually I'm gonna let Dan do this. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. So finally, after all the waiting, Ichigo is back baby and the first thing he does is he chirps kenny and says like damn dude i never thought i'd be coming to help you <laughs> and ken Posh she's just like same thing man i never thought you'd be here to save the day for me i'm kenny
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love that the like one of the first things ichigo says once he lands is like he's like one okay i came in a little hot that was obvious and then he just starts being a smart ass right off rip.
1: That's why I love it. Ichigo's love character so much, dude. He's always been like that. Just a cocky, arrogant little like teenager. Mm-hmm. Who's just fighting people who are thousands of years old. <laughs> but yeah, so Ichigo asks Kenpachi if he can get up. And Kenpachi's like, hey dude, worry about yourself right now. And Candice tries a little sneak attack, but gets packed up. All three of them try a combo, doesn't work a bit. Ichigo's not even swinging a sword; he's just punching people at this point. Like,
0: <laughs> he's that, me, bro. That little comment by Kompachi is what makes me think he's got some a little something something left in the tank. He like smiled and laughed and said, "You worry about yourself."
2: <laughs> I'm telling so, you, he, he's not even close to being done. He's just, you know, he just needs some Gatorade, bro. That's what he needs. Gatorade, he needs, he needs that, some, of
1: that um, banana and some Gatorade. He's good. He needs that magic Arctic water from Happy Gilmore, dude. <laughs> it's always cold, <laughs> okay? But, but yeah, so they jump Ichigo, and Ichigo kind of just puts them all in a body bag. And like after that, everybody rolls up, they all sense that spiritual pressure, and like every Stern Rider available just rolls up, dude. Nuts! like the girls they went full on uh they used their transformation and they tried to body him, but it didn't even work like there were some ridiculous moves in there spork and spife like she was just shooting chain chomps out of her fucking wrists
0: yeah spork <laughs> was kind of like i love the little sequence when it like destroyed the building it was just like a perfectly uh perfect circle cut out of the building pretty perfect, cool visual right there perfect shot mark dude mm-hmm And then Candice hit Ichigo with the Galvano Blast. Uh, A little, you know, a little ratio move. Mixed with a little thunder. And we kind of got a reveal of Ichigo's, we did get a reveal of Ichigo's newest fit. And I hope y'all all all liked it, because we about to do a fit check. I'm going to need a one out of uh, one through 10. What y'all think of the new fit? 20. Black, little red, some white. A 20? 20. A 20. Okay. The design
1: goes so hard, dude.
2: Everybody putting people on pedestals this episode.
1: This That's is my boy. crazy. You know All that.
2: Right. All right. Are, are we doing one through ten or one through twenty?
0: One through ten. Dan just has it at a twenty.
2: Okay. So, <laughs> you know, normally I would say ten, but but in in uh, anticipation for the future, I'm gonna say nine because there's only a couple fits in this show that is worthy a ten plus. Okay. Uh, We're gonna see one later on.
1: Big bet. Big bet. That's off the charts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's an infinity symbol. Bass cool.
2: mm. is over here getting ready. He's whopping his forehead. and He's ready for me and Dan. <laughs> We've all already
1: seen this fit.
2: We, we know what that fit, quote internet.
0: unquote, is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give it a solid time. He was looking pretty fresh. And, um, but Yuhabaha kind of like notices Ichigo is back and he tells Ishida and, 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 Jugram, like it's time. Me having not read the manga, I did not know what he was talking about. So there, like I'll, the, a lot of this episode was, I mean, it was filled with anticipation for me and I actually really, really enjoyed it. And then we going back to the fight. So Ichigo blocks another one of Candice's moves with like some tiny slash-looking thing. It's Getsu who got gotten show.
3: It looks a like she show.
0: Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she and, and, not that she should. Um, <laughs> it looked like he was just kind of playing with the Sternriders, kind of like just playing with his food. And uh, yeah, they get into trying to jump him again. But we know he just came back from training. Like, you're not going to do shit with this guy right now.
1: Yeah. You give, ich- told him. you give Ichigo three to five days of training and he just levels up tenfold every time. Like a little bit of ass pulls here, but he's just got potential. You know, they yes. just got to unleash that.
0: Yes. And then shortly after uh, Candice uses her large attack execution And it's repelled by Ichigo again. And this time it's two little slashes. And uh, Candice gives it the old, that's not going to hit me. I ain't even worried about that. He's (laughs) like, you need to fucking dodge, you fool. (laughs) And I thought it was funny. Like, he's throwing attacks so powerful. He's telling his enemies to get the fuck out of the way. Never been there. It's wild. Yeah. He's on another level right now.
2: I mean, he knows that it was going to be so hard hitting. And he knows that she was underestimating him or whatever his power. He's like, "This chick's gonna die right now," and I don't want to kill her like this.
0: (laughs) You know, if it was me, and this whole group of people were like absolutely bodying my friends and friends of my friends, I don't think I'd give a damn about her getting hit. This is this is
3: a literal war.
2: Just what a nice guy.
3: What a nice guy.
2: But yeah, uh, (laughs) but yeah. After all that happened, uh, apparently, you know, since uh, Ichigo came down, it kind of leaves a little way up for Yuhabaha and the boys to get up, get upstairs, get up there, upstairs to the royal palace. And did y'all see that coming? Like um, being able, you know. For them to unlock that, you know, and for have that weakness um appear since Ichigo came down like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, ich- Ichigo had to blast through the 72 layers of the barrier between the Seirete and the Royal Palace. So, like, there's an opening, you know, it's just it was a good play by Uabaha just to know that was coming because I guess he must have known they were up there training like
0: yeah, he would have had to know that somehow. I, I'm, I'm getting some suspicion from Squad Zero right now. Uh, they're starting to look a little iffy to me. Because one, uh, Yuhabaha should not have known. I guess they were standing in the shadows the entire time. But how does he know how he's going to come back down and that he needs to break through those barriers, the Cerate barrier, and um, the fact that he's just standing there waiting for it?
1: And well, they, hey, man. The way I'm thinking is Squad Zero is trying to box. And they can't box unless the Royal Palace is under attack. So maybe that's that's what they wanted the whole time.
0: Yeah, I have been complaining about them not getting involved. Maybe this is
1: their uh, arrogant way of doing that. It is officially in the job description, folks.
2: I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering if he would have used the stairs and took the long way down. This would have still opened up, right?
1: I don't think so, because I think you can pass through him on the stairs. I think it's because he went right down the gut.
2: Okay, so... Or he would have been
1: slower, so it would have had time to rebuild behind him.
2: Yeah. So basically, Ichigo, um, you know, created a disaster, and now he's going to have to go try to fix it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still blame Squad Zero for this one um, because they let him fall down through it, and they knew that was going to happen. And now Yuhabaha is, like, getting through it, it just seems like they even said in the episode, like what, what was squad zero thinking? Um,
2: well, what confused, what confused me so much is they let, um, um, who, who was it? Rukia, Rukia and, um, uh, Renji come down with the official way or whatever. Right. Exactly. And, you know, shouldn't you be saving that for, you know, your main guy, the one that's, you know, supposed to come down and, and wreak havoc. Like let Rukia and Renji, like, come down the slow way, you know, save, save that for Ichigo. it like, just did that. didn't make sense to me, but you I, I know. think
1: it was a timing thing. I mean, if Rukia and Renji didn't go down, would this, would the Saras even survive long enough for Ichigo to make a difference? You know what I mean? Rookie went down there. Renji went down there. They started bodying people and they gave, you know, the story for some hope. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I am. So the thing that gets me is uh, Tenjiro, one of the Royal Palace uh, Squad Zero guys. He said they could have given him the elevator. He said that. But he said, you know what? We can't just do that all the time. You know, we could put you in one, but we can't do that all the time. So I, I really think somebody's pulling some strings up there and letting him through. It just doesn't make any narrative sense. They had the ability to give him an elevator. He jumped down there, and they didn't yell down, hey, don't do that. Um, They told him that the fight had started when he was on the edge, knowing he probably would jump, because it's Ichigo. So it just it's a lot not lining up and making sense to me, like they're actually trying to do their job properly.
2: Yeah, it's either that, or... They just needed a reason to get Baha upstairs, and this is the fastest way to do that. That'd be some for cool plot trickery. Purposes.
0: That'd be some cool trickery. I can <laughs> fuck with that. I also <laughs> want to see these five fight. They gotta be beasts.
2: We are gonna find out, I guess, pretty soon because Uabaha's on the way up.
0: Yes, but before that, I don't think we should skip over this. Uh, Ichigo saw, saw um <clears throat> um Ishida for the first time in a while and his first time seeing him with the Quincy's and the Sternritters. That was a pretty tragic reunion. Uh, Ichiro really didn't know what was going on and you got Ishida telling him, you know, don't approach us. Don't waste your life. And then unfortunately uh, Chad and Orohi- Orohime have to see that as well and to actually defend his attacks. So I wonder really what's going through their mind, but but why do they have Orohime's titties out like that, bro? This well, shit's ridiculous.
2: A plot.
3: <laughs>
0: and yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 So we we can't really tell you that because I think that is actually a spoiler, right, Dan? I don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it, it tells it tells us the reason later on. But, why her um, titties are out. Well, why she's wearing that? It tells us okay. later on, and I'm not okay. going to spoil it for us, though. So. I mean,
1: wow. he's, he's, he's not he's,
2: expecting
0: that answer
1: at all. <laughs> Uta Hata is just a perky dude, man. He gave her that outfit. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good old Mister Hat and Clogs.
2: Everybody else dressed very respect, respectively. Just yeah, yeah, this <clears throat> this is this is the number ten. This is this is ten plus, bro. We, we rating oh. this. Uh, <laughs> she goes
1: go better than hers, dude.
2: I don't know, man. Okay, you could afford me?
1: I'm I'm just gonna be politely and just mention that she is uh she is 17. So
0: yeah, oh. that's why I, that's what I'm saying, bro. She like, can... shouldn't be out like that. Saying,
1: but this is ridiculous. Hey, you know what? In Japan, the, those ages are a little different than they are in the U.S. So we'll give them we'll give them the we'll give them the cultural differences right here.
0: Y'all can't see me, but my hands are up.
1: <laughs> I'm defending Kubo here, not us. <laughs> fair.
3: Damn
0: Kubo. Nobody had name. to draw it.
3: Fair, fair, fair.
1: Yeah, man, that had to be brutal to see that. I mean, Ichigo was stunned. Like, I can't imagine getting, like, shot at by, like, your friend and your ally for so long, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's asking him what's going on. He's telling him, I'm, I'm going to kill you if you don't back up. And then he you know, kind of just turns away and starts walking away, and you, you Baja is like, you, you done with your goodbyes? This is an and this is an eternal parting, and he's gone. Sad See stuff. Ya.
2: Can you imagine how Ichigo probably feels seeing one of his, you know, I guess buddies or whatever, uh, working for the bad guy and then, you know, shooting shooting stuff at him or whatever, then walking away. And then right after that, uh Orihime turns around and you just see what you see. Like, <laughs> I mean, can you can you imagine what Ishiko's going through over here? It must be rough for our boy. I ain't gonna lie.
1: I'm mad, but I'm horny and I don't know how to feel about it.
2: <laughs> but I can't stay because I gotta go. <laughs> What a whirlwind
0: of emotions.
1: Uh, On that note, you guys have moved on to ZOM 100.
0: Yeah, I'm good for it, man. So we got ZOM 100 episode 6, RV of the Dead. After a quick little hiatus, um, ZOM 100 is back in action, and during this episode, our cast tries to escape Tokyo uh, due to some failing infrastructure in the city, but are confronted by, I'd say, a, a demon. This man is a demon from the past. So, Episode starts off with some watch shopping, quote unquote. And uh, they're just looking for some very nice watches. We you know we're talking about multi-million uh, yen watches. They got a little Rolex in the case. They don't care. Nobody did a guard it. I would have kept the Rolex, by the way. That thing was nice. <laughs> um,
1: that's a, a $70,000 watch, boys.
0: Yes. Yes. That's not the tiny presidential. It's that 41 millimeter. Um, but getting back to the, the show... Um, number 15, get a solid gold watch, was knocked off the list. And that's just something you keep in your pocket, you know? that that's Gold's always going to be worth something, no matter what happens, I feel like.
1: And even if it isn't worth it, you look fly.
0: Right? I don't know if I keep it on my wrist now. <laughs> I don't know if I keep it on my wrist. You know, probably, apocalypse. Somebody might chop your thing off, man. I was
1: just, that might have been a good way for him to get out of what's coming on down the line, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, if he would have had that in his yeah. back pocket and be like, "Yo, hey, man. Just take this. Don't even worry about it." Yeah. Big, big brand. brand. Yes. <laughs> um, but do any of you guys have like a dream watch or a watch you're looking to buy next? I am not a watch collector, but I I keep my eye on the market.
1: Not okay. a not a big watch guy. Um, okay. if I had to, it'd be a gold day day with a green face. Holy I want the, shit! I, I want the Masters watch, dude.
0: He, he wants the day date. Okay.
1: I want okay? the Masters watch. It is never going to happen. And like, just I'm good with a smart watch. Just give me what I need. You know, it's got everything I need on it. But
0: yeah, yeah, you can get some day dates for not crazy.
1: But yeah, I got to win the Masters for the one I want, dude. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. What about you, Tyler?
2: No, I, I
1: don't. I not don't do watch watches, bro. He wants a it's actually a, a Naruto watch and has Minato's face on it and the fingers are actually kunai.
0: And the hour one happy if we
1: and the that. hour one is just Minato's fancy lightning kunai thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I that. mean I'll probably wear that occasionally, yeah. He if doesn't... I could remember. He doesn't on. want a
1: condo on his wrist. He wants the hokage on his wrist, boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and can by get... occasionally he
0: means every day when he wakes up.
2: Wait, can I get one that's got like a hologram that pops up of Minato
0: and it's yeah, like he, talks he wants... to me? You can get whatever you like.
1: You know what? I take it back. I want Ben Ten's watch. Oh, my God. Okay, guys. I want to transform into aliens, dude. No
0: one said Seiko. Not even I didn't even get a Timex out of you boys. I got a Master's Watch in fucking Minotaur. <laughs> God
2: damn it. And the watch from Benton. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the watch from Benton. How could I forget? I mean, I don't know of any other watches. Um, you know, if anybody wants to give me a solid gold $70,000 watch... I'll take that too. Uh, I ain't picky. We just gotta blow up, bro. We Just gotta blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Send me gifts, bro. <laughs> but uh, getting
0: getting back to the the uh, anime at hand here. So Akira and 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 Kinsho are actually telling us that you know they're out of water and the water pumps in the city have quit working. So there's nothing getting to that tower they have on the roof. That water uh that water tower they have. And then the city is no longer, no longer has power. The power goes out during the night, and man, they get an amazing view of the stars. I thought that was a really cool moment, even though it kind of means you got to get the fuck out at the same time.
1: Yeah, I really liked how they used that to transition to their next big scheme, you know, with uh, like Tendo had memories of his childhood and seeing a similar, you know, night sky because he grew up out in the country. Right. And it kind of made him think, like, ah, hey, it's time to go home. Let's see what's going on.
0: Yeah, that is a pretty cool transition, actually. Um, there's also no more internet, and the phones are no longer working. So I, I feel bad for uh, Old Tendo. Um, imagine getting the honey's digits, and like the next day, the phone just doesn't work. Shame. You know, you'll you work up the courage, you know, her up, and then bang, gone. Uh, but yeah, they're out to go to the farm, and they, they well, they're out leaving the city and they're like, you know, what should we do? Where should we go? And they're like, you know, should we farm? Should we hunt? How are we going to sustain ourselves? But they have to leave because there's more and more zombies in Tokyo. And they're preparing to leave and they're getting their bags together. Um, Akira kind of goes by his old apartment and says goodbye to old college life and his work life because he knows he's leaving Tokyo for good. And then they're talking about, you know, how are we actually going to get out of here? And I think it's, it's pretty common, I like that they brought this up in the anime itself, is the, like, standard vehicle to travel in is an RV or a fucking big-ass truck. <laughs> so they're off to the RV store, boys!
1: Yeah, conveniently, there was a big, uh, camper expo, so there should be hundreds of RVs there straight for the picking, cause who's there to tell you not to take it, you know? Just grab the keys and go, baby. True.
2: And uh, before we get into the RV stuff, did you see what Akira packed with him? Everything. Did... No. No,
1: he had like a water gun and
2: a water gun. <laughs> he packed a water gun with me, bro. The aqua stream,
1: the aqua blicky, dude.
2: What's he gonna do with that? Like, is he gonna like shoot, shoot, uh, um, sh- sh- Shizuka?
1: I mean, with it? not from experience, but you can make a pretty dope flamethrower with a water gun.
2: I'm pretty sure Akira's not going to do that, though. You know, maybe he's going to a wedding.
0: Um, I I used to take a water gun in my uh, breast pocket uh, (laughs) to, like, every wedding I went to until here recently, the last couple of years. Yeah, I used to keep the blicky on me. You know what I'm saying?
1: The blicky was full of tequila.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would, like, show somebody. It was just, like, a fun little party trick. I would like, yo, know, like, let me show you something. I'd pull it out and then I'd squirt <laughs> their mouth with a uh, vodka. <laughs> People love that shit, dude. you got to have
2: some fun at a wedding. I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that, but I would love that.
0: Yeah, it's just It'll so make fun. my think...
2: day.
1: Yeah, so they pull up to the RV store and who do they, um, who can you imagine they run into? I mean, shocker. They find Shizuka. She's got the same mo. She's looking to get out of the city because she can't. And I guess they were onto something. When they thought that the RV was the mode of transportation for the zombie world because the biggest like party pooper, big planner in the entire anime had the same idea. So they were onto something here, guys.
3: Yeah, you know,
0: and uh, it was funny. Like they were, you know, Akira is like, "Yo, are we good? Are we a team? You know, we're all here together. Are we a team?" <laughs> and Shizuka is just not having it, man. She's, she's like, I don't have enough lives to be your teammate to hang out with you. Which I thought was an incredible line by her. Yeah, that's like the first funny thing I've actually heard her say. Um, but she kind of gives in after a while, because I think it's kind of hard to take care of an RV by yourself.
1: Well, it's pretty hard to drive an RV when you don't have your license and don't know how to drive a moving vehicle.
0: Oh, that was hilarious. Uh, Kinsho brought up that you know do you have a license
1: <laughs> she's like Kencho. uh no
2: kincho is a great wingman y'all like akira would have failed right now if it wasn't for kincho kincho like set him up for success by making her understand that she needed uh akira so
0: true true very true that was a good point she's never operated a motor vehicle um And I feel like places like, um, I've never been there, but Tokyo, it's like maybe you don't even, a lot of people don't even need a vehicle. might be like New York City.
1: Yeah, it's Um, definitely like that. I mean, you see like most people just ride bikes or take public transportation, you know?
0: Right, yeah. And it's definitely very robust in those like mega cities we have on this planet. So that makes sense. She has no idea what she's doing out there, even though there's really no other cars we come to find out. But good job, Kencho. Good job. (laughs)
1: definitely so they're at the rv show and they're poking around and there's a bunch of cool ass rvs there i'm a big camper guy so i love this and shizuka is just over there thinking like the most practical vehicle there is you know four-wheel drive mid-size imported for durability because i guess the japanese make the most reliable cars in the world but that's not what she's looking for she's looking for something like a Hummer, big strong but what? then she wants she says she wants a hybrid for fuel efficiency like some of these things don't add up i mean you can't have a four by four hybrid they don't even really make them unless you buy a fully electric car which sounds like a terrible idea for the world they're living in right now
0: isn't, so, isn't like, the highest package of uh, the next f- uh four fucking ranger gonna be four wheel driving a hybrid
1: no it's gonna be a hybrid they're gonna have an electric one coming down the line
0: i thought it was they have a hybrid coming out this year or next year they do
1: but uh, two years from now, but it's not like a standard a four drive. four. It's going to be uh, two wheel drive, rear wheel, and then two electric motors in the front.
2: Okay. Okay. Wait. What if we get her a Tesla?
1: Where's what, oh. she going to charge it at? That, what, there's, there's no electricity.
2: Solar powers, bro. There's just. What do you mean? There's, there's no, probably solar panels somewhere.
1: Yeah, you there's don't just you don't just top. plug a car into a solar panel, Tyler. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> there was infrastructure involved in this. Have you never seen like the eighty superchargers on the side of the highway? Holy bro. shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we
2: can make this work. It I is mean, anime. Yeah. It is anime. They did
0: kill a shark with a pair of D
2: batteries. <laughs> yeah, Risk Girl can figure this shit out, bro. She ain't dumb. She, dumb. Hit it in
3: here. <laughs> she ain't dumb. She ain't
2: dumb. Kingdom. well i mean like i said you you give her some solar panels some some wires and a tesla that and tesla is we,
1: gonna take 400 days to charge yo, on the you get on solar panels.
2: solar panels on top of the tesla
1: they've tried this it doesn't work
2: we are <laughs> yeah, gonna make it work are. this is the apocalypse
1: we, we can do what we in the apocalypse. want as somebody who has a camper with a solar panel on it, I'm telling you, that thing does not spit out nearly enough energy to run a car. It barely runs a cooler and charging your cell phones if it's cloudy.
0: Mm. Yeah, but I did like how she was going about it. Like, she didn't want something super supersized like the way she couldn't get around cars on the road that were stuck. Um, I mean, four-wheel drive, that's, a, that's automatic, right? Like you got to have that in the apocalypse. But the hybrid part I thought was cool. One, because I have a hybrid. Um, and I get like 41 miles to the gallon. I was like, yeah, she knows what she's doing.
1: Well, look at there. Unfortunately, none of it mattered because the zombies came and they just jumped in the nearest one to them and took off. (laughs) So they got your standard looking like travel camper RV fits four people. It's going to be a good ride for him.
0: Yeah. And we actually got another thing off the bucket list knocked off. Number 17, riding an RV crossed off. (laughs) What the fuck was that doing on the bucket list, dog? Dude, Who cares?
1: Hendo's been all about the RVs the entire time. He's been talking about it like since the beginning.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, he has been here and there, I
2: mean here and there.
1: You I mean, I,
2: I was
1: gonna say I don't think like I don't think it's ride in an RV. I think it's like go traveling in an RV. You know, I think that's what's going through his head. Some okay. adventure, not Some just adventure. like driving an RV through Tokyo and be like done.
0: That's yeah. true. I mean, the thing did,
2: is, is we we talked about, you know, like um, how you know in Japan the big cities or whatever, like there's not it, like it's it's not very useful to drive. You know, it, you can actually get to places faster if you you know ride bikes or walk or whatever because of the traffic and all the people, pedestrians and stuff like that. So it's not really any places unless you travel for a little bit to actually like get you know camp or whatever you know go see sightseeing in the countryside or whatever it's not the same country as we got over here you know
1: yeah and even then their bullet train system is so damn efficient that there's no point in driving you just take a camp you just take a train wherever you want to go
0: yeah so sweet i want some bullet trains in the u.s so
2: with without that being said you know not a lot of people probably get in an RV is probably like a like a kind of a dream for some people to get in an RV and you know camp I guess and go yeah. somewhere far I mean, away did and you camp say you it.
0: didn't want a bullet train
1: no I said give me a bullet train oh
0: okay we could like meet up in DC and fucking play golf
1: yeah, yeah I was gonna say I, I would Sick. be down to sea in about three hours dude it be faster hey! than a plane
0: <laughs> it's like 500 miles per hour yeah and I could drink wine on it true amtrak here hit, hit me up um but um yeah they, i mean akira actually starts to try to put some put some ribs on our girl here uh he's talking about how the roads are so uh creepy and like you know them being empty usually when like the weekends the roads going in and out of tokyo are slam full of cars and shizuka actually replies that like really no one had the opportunity to run and I learned, I, I learned that during this episode, and she actually said that the virus spread faster than any other in history. So she's been doing her homework and, you know, you know, you know compiling different uh, events and, and a timeline. And I didn't know, yeah, we, we you know, uh, Akira woke up and the zombies were everywhere, but I didn't realize it spread just that fast where, like, everybody was sick all at once. So her actually saying that kind of opened my eyes to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was pretty much watching the news about like freak bites like the right before he went to bed yep. and then woke up the next day and half the city was fucked. So, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is like if, if how fast COVID spread at the beginning had a zombie trait to it, you know,
0: everybody would have been sick for sure.
1: Dead. <laughs> we don't be zombies.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, she she kind of went on some nerd shit which i appreciate it. she she started actually compiling possible solutions um and ideas to come up with like a vaccine that can counter any sort of like dangerous virus like like what they have in this world so hopefully they they tie that little sentence back in later in the anime i don't i i really hope so that, cuz that would be cool to go down that path maybe in a latter season or later this season and where they're trying to find a vaccine or something like that
1: yeah i did like too that shibuya is like He's like, are the, uh, Tendo is like, are there heroes out there trying to come up with this? And she's like, I hope so, but you know, we're all being chased by zombies every day, so it's not going to be us.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And you're not making a vaccine in the back of an RV, dude. That's where you make meth.
0: No, nah,
2: wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we do not endorse I mean, drugs. No, we don't.
1: We don't. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Joe. i'm talking about breaking bad dude
0: yeah
1: chill um, out
0: but um yeah I, I think if they like got to more secure they could start working on like some some different things um if, if the plot changes in a way but we also saw uh shizuka she was she was in there smiling trying to hide her face uh from akira a little bit she was looking at the window smiling and relaxed so i think he's i think he's uh he's got the slow burn going A little bit with her. Got a little love developing. But on their way out. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But on their way out on the highway, some random spike strips are laid out uh, on the road. And they get out to see what the problem was. And as soon as it hits Shizuka that it's a trap, three big buses pull out in front of them. And there's a baseball team on
3: them. And I was very confused. And then I, we see somebody, Chief Kosugi,
0: Akira's old boss.
1: Yeah, I think the base. It wasn't like they were a baseball team. I think that was like their gangster outfit, dude. Like that was some of the lamest shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was a baseball team at first, and I was like, wait, this is yeah. I was like, yeah, this is a freaking gang. What, what are they doing?
1: He's up there with a metal baseball bat, dude. I was like, you're a fucking clown, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, you don't want you back pan, so Make
0: your legs look nice though.
1: You not know when you're that big, dude. I mean, there's some really awful pictures of Chris Christie when he was pitching during like the the uh, fire department versus police New York uh, City game. Let me tell you, you don't want to oh, look at wow. these
0: ones. Yeah, I will not be <laughs> looking for that.
1: Oh, if you know, you know, the man Fupa was strong. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> not flattering.
0: No, no. uh but as soon as he sees uh, the old boss there, the old chief Akira reverts and starts having a panic attack and it was painful to see our mans like this Um and then Kasugi actually got me for a second he was like you know what I would never let my old employee down and leave him out you know astray and did, did he have you guys there for a second Did he was actually going to be a decent person he had me for maybe three seconds I was like you know what Kasugi is a nice guy he's no. a nice guy anybody <laughs>
2: Anybody who puts spike traps down on a road, that is clear. <laughs> and then surrounds them with buses, you know, and stands on top of them, like that's Negan boy. Bull- that's Negan bullshit. You know what I mean? If y'all watched The Walking okay. Dead. Okay. That's some Negan bullshit.
1: Hey man, you could have just put those spike strips in front of the off-ramp to your little truck stop. You don't have to put them in the middle of the highway, dude. They're not for defense
0: man it was uh it was nuts maybe i mean i was thinking maybe it was just all a misunderstanding for a second and then i was like wait a second this is his old boss this guy's a piece of shit um but yeah he offers to fix their trunk and and save uh, Kincho if akira just works for him for two days and there's zombies coming and akira really can't say no because they they're gonna die out there if he does um Shizuka obviously doesn't look too happy about the whole situation. She's uh, smacking her lips about the, the whole thing. And Akira, he finally gives up and says, yeah, don't really have much choice. He has resources and we need them and we need to get inside of his fence. And so we pull up to the, uh, the compound and you see the workers, man. You guys notice how exhausted they looked?
3: Oh, they it looked was, horrendous.
0: Yeah. And uh, just like uh, Shiz- Shizuka, I, uh, I think they're going to be there more than two days. I don't think they're getting out of there in two days, guys.
2: And I don't know if we mentioned or not, but um, Kincho is currently hurt because our boy was riding a mo- motorcycle when he hit the spike strips, trips. so True. the muscle, you know, is <sighs> down right now. And that probably is going to play a lot into how long they actually do stay.
1: Yeah. I mean, with how fast the pacing on the show has been, though, I don't think it's going to sit there for too long. I feel like they're going to have some really crazy way they get out of there. Which I'm yeah. excited to see.
0: Yeah, I, I hope they free the rest of the people because I think he's got some some uh, some slaves in there. Some indentured servants. Um, um, they've on um, the wrong side of sharecropping.
2: You know what I think? I think that we're going to see a new member join before we leave this compound. Oh.
1: I don't know if it'll be at this compound, but there's been one in the opening we haven't seen yet, so we got one coming for sure.
2: Okay. Yeah, okay. I think that if would make sense. A new character show up and um, help them get out of this mess. That's see, what I think. Is,
0: this is going to be a hot take, but that stuff like that is why I try to avoid watching the openers. Cause they do too much, you know. There's a new character coming. I wouldn't have known that, you know. I, I, really get feel, I get a I get a feeling for the 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 intro, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta stop watching because they're gonna spoil something for me.
1: Oh, I noticed like the first time we watched it. Oh, Okay, no, I did. I did not. That's did some not. ghost of tsushima looking chick, dude.
0: I just put my head down and just bop my head. That's all I do. I <laughs> yeah,
2: blind, I mean, I, the, the I don't really know how many more we got uh, gonna join the gang based on the intro, but I did. We did see uh, Kencho, you know. I think we knew about Kencho before we actually seen Kencho, you know, because of the cover and the uh, intro and everything else. or at least I did. I don't know if you did or not, Bass, but uh,
0: I knew about Kencho and I knew about um, Shizuki. Yeah, um, she was one of the main people on on the on the cover art. So I mean, how could I miss her?
1: Gotcha. But yeah, so uh, Akira is just loading boxes, doing his job, and he notices a few crates of beer. And being the good guy he is, he starts singing his little beer song, and he starts up a generator to get a fridge going so you can get the beers cold for everyone. And uh, Kusugi walks in and kind of confronts him and really goes into him like, you know, you're my property, just like the zombies, you're mindless, you're worthless, all this other stuff. And like, I was pretty fucked up.
3: Yeah, I,
0: I really, really didn't like that. Uh, I generally don't like when people don't get treated well at work. And uh, I, I'm, a, I'm generally an outspoken person on the job. So to see someone get treated like this and just be sitting there like, a, even though he's not a real person, like I, get, I still get that like visceral feeling like, yo, stand up for yourself. Say something. Say something. And him just sitting there with his head down and sweating, it, it, was, it was rough for me to watch.
2: I'm surprised that he even actually was capable of getting the beer and um and trying to do something for all the people, knowing that his old boss or his old lead or whatever was um, over him right now or he mm-hmm. was at his compound. That surprised me a lot because that shows how much he's actually grown, even though he crumples in his face, you know, but... He's grown a lot to be able to actually think for himself while he's in a compound run by that person, you know?
0: That's very true. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, I just want him to get that. I just need him to say some shit with, with his chest when he sees him. But I think we'll get to that point. And I think Kencho is, when, when he's up and going again, they're going to you know, put an end to this bullshit. You know, they've survived so much and been through so much already. I don't think... Uh, when he gets his boy back, he's going to be so afraid and feel alone.
1: But yeah,
0: I don't see any more panic attacks out of my guy.
1: No, definitely <laughs> not. But yeah, while well, he's kind of grilling uh, Tendo. So the baseball guy is walking behind him and they're like, oh my God, is that beer? And then uh, Kosuki kind of takes credit for the whole damn thing. It's like, yeah, you know, I just want to reward you guys for all your hard work, keeping this place running and blah, blah, blah takes credit for the whole thing and it you and they're like you fucking dick it's my idea
0: yeah uh, yeah I'm, I'm that guy I'm like yeah yeah right dude yeah right dude but they probably would have beat his ass so <laughs> I don't prob- know, prob- probably best he didn't say anything
2: <laughs> I'm, I wonder if the dudes in the uniform like I wonder if they're like on another level in the compound like if they have to work or not you know what I mean
0: yeah, I I think they're like the guards and they're still pretty far under uh, the main guy, Kasugi, Because they still drink warm beer, like the rest of everybody else. Just fucked up. Like, they have a way to refrigerate the beer. Like, just just give them, give them one cold brew at night. Do something. Making that's them drink the warm light beer is crazy.
2: Well, they, they probably get beer, but the other people that's out there working that we've seen at the uh, beginning or whatever... They probably don't get beer at all. You know what I mean?
0: Well, he said uh, Akira was going to end up drinking warm beer every day. So I think he gives them beer just to like keep them complacent.
2: Okay.
0: Fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the I dude had... is a master of manipulation. He, he He kept a whole company running under those conditions for a long time. So. But yeah, I can't wait to see what happens in this situation. This is probably like the hairiest situation we we've seen them in so far with this show. Yeah, what about and
2: it's, the zombies.
0: This is different. It just hits different. I feel like. I
2: mean, he was using them.
0: Oh, bro! Yeah, we should yeah. not skip over that. That was weird as hell.
1: Oh, I think that was time. that was more. I thought that was more in Tendo's head, and no. that he felt no. like a mindless zombie, like with no. their, like carrying the packages. No,
2: because he, he told, uh, he told uh, Kira um, after the boys left, he's like, you're like them, them zombies are tools. They're mindless tools who listen oh. do not listen, or that do not think on their own, and that's what you are. That's what he told uh, Kira mm-hmm. after his uh, baseball lackeys uh, left.
1: Oh, I yeah. thought that was more imagery, not like no. actual zombies.
0: No, he was actually using them to pull cargo.
1: Yeah. Oh, he's True, uh I was imagery. He's,
2: he's captured zombies and has uh, are using them like uh, mules, basically,
1: to pull. Uh, How the fuck do you catch zombies?
2: I I mean, when you're when you're a scary dude who has that mentality, you can just have your lackeys do it. And if they get bit, I mean, <laughs> there's more to add to it. Or either put that put some more or, strips would, on the road. Or what if he's actually turning uh, people that doesn't want to work into zombies and they're already on chains? You know what I mean? Whoa. Whoa. That would like, be nuts. We're getting into some serious shit here, but like that is, it's a possibility with him because he's a piece of shit. So that's
0: like the most practical way to do it.
2: Yeah. And that Turn them sense. into zombies once they're it's already a- on controllable.
0: So, right. And, like, being like, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and chain them up. Like, you don't want to work, but I'm going to make you work one way or the other. Yeah. Dang. Hopefully it doesn't get that dark. Um, <laughs> but that would be nuts if it did.
2: I guess I have a feeling that we'll probably stay here for at least another episode. So I think so. Uh, we'll see, though. Um, What happens? Cool. Well, you boys
0: ready for some Roroni Kenshin?
2: Let's do it. Uh, We got Rurouni Kenshin episode 8 called Beauty on the Run. And on this one, while doing some innocent gambling, a shady woman named Megumi runs into the parlor while running from a couple men. After learning a little about her problems, Kenshin and Sana- Sanosuke decide to protect her. However, she's clearly hiding something and has some devious characters after her. What have they actually gotten themselves into, y'all? A mess. <laughs> An sure actual mess.
0: Over a liar.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, they've added some stakes here. I mean, we get introduced to her a little later. We'll talk about it later. But there's some, uh, there's some illicit substances that have entered the chat. And, well, uh, nobody wants to deal with that, man.
2: No. Yeah, we were talking about drugs earlier. Well, here we are. We're talking about drugs again. This, that's basically the main... The main subject of this uh, episode, I think, is drugs. Drugs and lies. Yep. Which, you, I mean, you, if you have one, you had the other, you know, probably more likely so.
0: Probably. Probably.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the episode picks up with right where we left off last episode. Uh, it starts with Kenshin and Calvary returning to the dojo, and we kind of get a little flashback of last episode and you know kenshin stating that you know he until he dies he's a raroni that doesn't kill and he's gonna stick to that um but after that you know we find out that like tyler said Sonosuke and kenshin go to do a little gambling and we're gonna put those quick sword skills and eyesight and cognition to the test
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of nuts man um yeah sano brought Kenshin to like a gambling house. Um, I think it was like a, some kind of shop. that It was a restaurant. They, oh yeah, it was a restaurant that they turned into a little gambling hall. Um, which is, gambling's illegal at this, this, this time in, in Japan in the Meiji era. And yeah, Sano was like, yeah. You, I, I know I said that there was some trouble going on, but the, <laughs> the, the trouble is that my pockets aren't full. See, Kenshin. <laughs> I just need you to look at these dice as they're throwing them down and tell me what what uh what they say. And they're winning money hand over fist. And Kenshin's feeling real bad about it, but Sano's making him feel bad. He's like, you know what, carrying a sword is also illegal. So Oro?
3: Yeah. <laughs> big Oro. <laughs>
1: but yeah, so while they're gambling, we get introduced to Megumi who is being chased by two thugs through alleyways, and she finds the restaurant and bursts through the door and sees Kenshin with a sword around his waist. It's like, oh my god, can you protect me? I'm being chased by two evil men. So, Sonosuke and Kenshin box these dudes the fuck up. And a third one comes, like, out of the shadows. Gets absolutely bodied. And basically is like, do you know who we are? Do you know who we are? And turns out they work for Takeda Kanru, who is a very prominent, shady businessman. Mm. And... You know, it just kind of sets the tone for what we're going to be watching in this next little arc of Roni Kenshin. So we're getting into that, which is really exciting.
0: Yes, uh, I want to back up for a second because there is a pretty big plot point I don't think we can really gloss over. So while they're sitting there gambling, uh, Sano asks where his buddy Yoita is, a candy seller, saying he's a degenerate gambler and he's always here. So where is he? Um, And the other gambling buddies tell him that, you know, he died from an opium overdose earlier that month Month, and Kenshin kind of senses something's off because opium at this time is a very very expensive drug and the fact that a candy seller could buy enough for him to kill himself uh, with it doesn't seem correct um, and then from there we kind of get into what Dan said and then we learn about uh, Takada being uh, our, our new villain or what looks like our new villain here yeah and he's actually uh, just a you know a guy that suddenly got wealthy. I wonder how that happened. And he lives, lives on the edge of uh, Tokyo. And uh, you know no one knows too much about him other than he has a, a gang of ruthless thugs that he's made an army out of. And that the police, even like the swordsman police or other, uh, the Yakuza won't even mess with him. They won't even fight back against him. They, they just kind of let him do his thing. Dude, so he, you know what's crazy? What's up?
1: Why does every rich dickhead in this show have his own private army
0: This it's the era baby that's how you're getting down out there you got all it's these not... ex-warriors like you know they gotta do something
1: they have zero workers just one guy who runs a business and an army <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man you're getting paid somehow
1: I mean when you're running an opioid
2: uh, um, farm or whatever the hell they're doing over there you have to have an army bro true you know
1: yeah, I so become, if Big
2: pharma
0: has an army, mm.
1: the Pfizer gang, <laughs> Pfizer is quiet.
3: <laughs> Damn, what were
1: you yeah. saying, Dan? I was just saying, like Tyler mentioned, so they're confronting Megumi about who she is and why she's tied up and all this, and uh, these little packets fall out of her sleeve, and Sonosuke picks one up and realizes that it is opium. And now he's pissed off because his friend just overdosing the stuff and she's potentially a drug mule or distributor, somebody getting it out there on the streets. And he wants to get down to the bottom of this. You know, maybe she's being forced to do this or what. But Sano's case pissed. You know, he just lost his boy to drugs and he wants to get to the bottom of it. And Kenshin obviously wants to protect this girl because he's a nice guy.
0: Right. And like, you uh, know, Sano's really asking a a bunch of questions, like, where did you get this opium? Where'd this come from? You know. Uh, who'd you, who'd you get this from? And she, you know, Megami, she won't, she won't ask any questions. I mean, she won't answer any questions related to it. She's just saying, I don't even know who Takada is, which is clearly a lie. Um, <laughs> he's got like three people after her. And, um, and then she kind of, kind of changes her tune once she gets confronted by Takada's men. And then she's like, Oh, I'm not his girl anymore. You know, so her, she's being shifty. She's obviously telling a bunch of lies um, she's a great manipulator, it seems so far in the story.
1: Oh, definitely, man. And I do want to point out too that the one of the guys, the guy who was kind of sh- sh- being shady in the corner and came out of nowhere, he had a crazy fucking weapon, dude.
0: Yeah, a little creepy corner guy.
1: Yeah, the Sengeki Rasenbio. It was basically like a drill that he would flick, and it would hit like supersonic speeds and go right through you. That's just nuts.
0: Yeah, that was that was pretty nutty, and he like. Threaten to break megumi's leg. I mean, was it her feet?
3: Just the feet. Just the feet so she couldn't <laughs> run. Crazy. Yeah. Boy it was on demon time for real.
1: Yeah, so they basically they take Megumi back to the dojo. And you know, they're kind of come up with a plan to take down Takeda and all this. And is getting pretty jealous and kicks them all out, which is absolutely hilarious.
0: Yes, and um and the real reason she's getting jealous cause Me is like trying to spit spit some game to <laughs> to Kenshin in front of her and she was like, you know, you're not his girlfriend, you're not in a position to say you, you are, right? Damn, like she's really coming at your neck, like you should just fight her. Um <laughs> I, I
2: wish.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean that's, need a that's good how cat you fight. That's how you know this chick is like a, a manipulator cuz she's over here doing this for fun. 100%. Or just to just to roll him up and it's it's wild. Yeah. She was, she was going 115% on Kenshin over here.
0: Well, a part of it is because she doesn't want to be alone without him. When yeah. she's not lying when she says that. Uh it's because she doesn't want to get taken die. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to yeah die or get kidnapped again. So she's really playing it up and, you know, Kauru's not really having it. I, don't I love that. Get the fuck out of my house talking that crazy shit.
1: But yeah, so they get kicked out and Kenshin and Sano start grilling her again. They're like, hey, if I'm going to be your bodyguard, I need to know what's going on here. And Sano's asking about the opium again. And she's just, she's just hiding shit. She's like, you don't need to know that. Which is super sus. Not a fan of her, dude. No, no. Not a but fan then- at all. Sano gets notified of a problem and it turns out that the two of Takeda's men that they beat up at the restaurant are actually found dead by the river. And Megumi says that's how Takeda deals with failure. So if you fuck up, you're dead. That's 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 fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, one mistake and you're done, So, I mean, to me, it seems like she's sh- she knows more about him than a normal person like a maybe a bar would or or just a normal person would so i think that she's kind of worked for him or something and uh was trying to get away for some reason that's what i think
0: she yeah she has she has a lot of knowledge about who they are um when we kind of get into the scene where uh, Kinchen, megami and sano are like standing in the crowd and then you have the takara gang and and associates uh all scattered in the crowd she's pointing them all out she knows what their positions are so like i, I definitely think you know um she's either worked with them or for them you know yeah, I mean, how else would you know all of those, those she,
1: dude she's like she's like the right hand lady at this point in my mind dude she's right up there i don't remember from the show back in the day but like she was pretty high up in this organization. She's full of bullshit.
0: Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent dude. All she does is lie. Everything she says is a lie. It seems like.
2: The only thing is, is now, you know, we got to figure out what she's doing. Why is she, why she got opioids and why is she running away from him? Is she gonna try to take him down? Like turn him in? Or is she Mm -hmm. just trying to get away and, uh, for her own self and maybe make some money? Because maybe she's got something. I don't know.
0: Right. And I think we got a clue, actually, during this episode. Um, While they're standing in the crowd and uh, Takada is talking to that tall man standing next to him. uh, We'll get into his name uh, a little bit in in a second. But he actually says, there's no way I'm letting Megami go. She's my good little hen who lays all my golden eggs. So, you tell me what that sounds like. You know what I'm saying, uh, but we'll, we we we'll, we'll we'll see for sure. I, I this is this is kind of starting to get a little fuzzy for me, even though I rewatched this like six months ago. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot that happens in this show, and I don't remember every single thing. Uh, what, what exactly her position was, um, but yeah, that's how he deals with failure. I think that's her position, and you know that's her relationship—a very close relationship—with these shady characters. And then like the taller, taller character that Takada is talking to. He's like, you know, I have people in the crowd. They've been trying to follow Kenshin, but it's been very difficult because this guy is, he's aware. He's, he knows what's going on around him. And uh, Takada actually praises this, this lead henchman for being merciful because he didn't kill the people that couldn't keep up with Kenshin. Uh, He says he couldn't do something like that because he's an, he's an entrepreneur at heart. And wasteful, useless men must be quickly eradicated or he does not feel at ease. Bro's a psychopath. It has nothing to do with being a businessman um, or starting a business or running a business. You fuck up, you die. (laughs) Hey man,
1: that's just the Magiera for you, dude.
0: If he does, he does.
1: (laughs) But we also get introduced to kind of who our next big baddies are going to be, from my understanding. So we get introduced to the Oniwaban group, which is basically a, gro- a group of four on Mitsu, which are just ninjas that Konru hired, Takeda hired to be his you know, his, his muscle and these guys are fucking scary looking dude, I mean like the dude in the back, I believe his name is a- Aoiishi Shinomori dude's fit goes fucking hard man
2: mm-hmm, that was a clean <laughs> ass fit
1: <laughs> and you can just tell he's a scary motherfucker
2: Anybody just stands there with a stone inc- expression is like, okay. Well, yeah, here we go.
1: <laughs> so Aoshi became the leader of this group at the age of 15, right before the major revolution. Like dudes, dudes in his bag. Like he is going to be a very challenging opponent for Kenshin. So I'm really excited to see where that goes.
0: Yes. It's known as a, yeah, a genius shinobi at the age of 15 back in the, the Edo period. So, I mean, it, this is a um, a, young, a man that's about their age or a little bit older than, than Kenshin. So he's very experienced. He knows what he's doing.
1: Oh, definitely.
2: It's funny. They, um, you know, we know like ninjas and shinobis to be, uh, you know, uh, full of like jutsus and skills and stuff like that. But in this show, they call them tricksters. And um, it just makes me... Uh, wonder, like, what's the extent of a shinobi's power in this show, in this world setting?
0: I think it's more historically tied, um, because the original people that were ninjas, where we get the term ninja shinobi, they were actually a a band of mountain people that were fighting against the shogun at some point. Um, and what they would do, they would come down from the hills when they would try to send raiding parties up and lay traps and be tricksters because that was their yeah. home and they knew the mountains better than they did. So they, they literally are, I think are referring to them when they say trickster because they were trickster warriors.
2: It's just wild that, um, that's the term that they're using to, um, describe, uh, Ninja and Shinobi is tricksters. Well, <laughs> because that, that lets you know what's, Gonna what what you kinda expecting out of them, I think.
1: But yeah, and I'm gonna say that you know, you're more realistic ninja isn't what you see in Naruto. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah there's no jutsu, but they just throw spikes under <laughs> some leaves and, and run off. I've so, seen uh, I've
2: seen Ninja Warrior, bro. I know what ninjas are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, th- these are some cool ass ninja though. Like uh, you know, uh maybe not a ton of jutsu. It's... No uh, Chidori, no Rasengan. <laughs> it's gonna definitely be no fun. No, uh, no Flying Thunder God, but they they got some tricks <laughs> up their sleeve.
1: Yeah, definitely no uh, Amaterasu or uh, any of that. So these are gonna be some OG real ass ninjas, and I'm pumped yeah, for that. It's it's gonna go hard, bro. It really
2: yeah, I'm is. Kind of excited to see uh, Kenshin and Sanosuke take on um, people that aren't like traditionally fighters that are known for as tricksters as you know they're going to especially a genius uh ninja or shinobi like are we like I'm just curious like we talking about like shikamaru genius like what are we talking about cuz like he can he, he if you're talking about something like that he's not going to fight very much he's going to beat you with his mind so. well
0: so he's the the lead of the oniwaban group which yeah. is that they they specialize in combat ninja skills. So if he's the leader of them, he has to be like the have the ability to be a frontline soldier. Yeah. Like these these dudes go hard, like I, I, I don't want to hype them up too much, but they, they go fucking hard, bro. It is pretty these these fights are going to get pretty cool. I hope so. I'm ready to see. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, but
1: <laughs> shit
0: goes hard. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And we kind of get one exciting little tidbit, too, before we move on to the next scene, and Aoshi basically, like, sees Kenshin, and he goes to one of his henchmen, like, hey, you said red hair and a scar on his face? And Aoshi recognizes him as the Sai and goes, like, it can't be him. No fucking way.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, like, looking at him, he's like, that, that guy right there, him? No. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, wanted our girl back, but yeah. Um, we, we go back to after that, that little uh, shindig at the river um, and we're back at the dojo and Kenshin is kind of locked up in, a, in in his room with Megami and we see on the organizational chart she's drawing him, so she has inside knowledge. She knows like the structure of the organization. Um, he has four branches in his organization, then outside of that is this Oniwaban group that full of ninjas and that he's hired um as some extra muscle and uh, in about uh, in total there's about 40 men that Sano and Kenshin are gonna have to fight and these are no slouches absolutely not so well
2: at least they're not gonna have to fight them all at once though because um if I recall correctly uh, the leader or whatever I forget his name Takada, is that right and, um, he, he said for a couple, like, I think three, he said three or four of them to go after, go after them, I believe. Right.
0: Yeah. there was a handful going after them.
2: Yeah. Not the whole, not the whole party yet. So no, they, you know,
0: might do a little wave shindig or they might give up <laughs> after a few, who knows? Um, but yeah. There's about 40 men, so if they do come with their full force, he's going to have to fight all 40. And uh, Me's okay. like... Yeah, I mean, it's it's Kenshin, bro.
2: Give me a break. <laughs> it's but, the last K,
0: so... <clears throat> true. He's no slouch. He's no slouch. And But Megami says she's going to ditch them while they're fighting in this war uh, because there's no way they can win. So she, you know, as nice as she's acting, like she's still like a fucking scumbag. And uh, she's going to you know, use the confusion and a mist of war to get even farther away from these guys. Um, It doesn't seem like she ran far in the first place. So hopefully, you know, if this works out for her, she gets (laughs) a lot farther away. She used to get some speed, uh, use some of that track speed. Um, But I guess opium, you know, is a, is a downer. So, (laughs) but we go to the outside of the building and uh, Sano is talking to Kairu because she's still worried. She's like, you know, what is he doing in there with that woman? That strange, strange, <laughs> beautiful woman. And, uh, so I was talking her down and he's like, you know, he's just a caring person. And, you know, especially when it comes to women or children. And I definitely think we have seen that, uh, through the few episodes we've watched so far. And Kairu was like, you know, what, what about you? And I thought this was a great answer. He's like, I just want vengeance. Like, my, my friend's dead. He was, he OD'd on some opium. I gotta, I gotta see somebody about that.
2: Yeah. I gotta roll. We gotta yeah. roll on him.
0: Exactly. No mercy, all vengeance. Love that. Um, but Kairu kind of gets talked down and she tells Kenshin when they come out, it's like, hey, I'm not gonna bother you about it right now. I know you're trying to protect this woman. Um, but you owe me an explanation with this when this is over. I'm not taking this lying down, my boy. And then Yahiko comes from like under
3: the the porch.
0: Yeah, under the fucking (laughs) porch. Weirdo fuck. Um, And it's like, yeah, I don't want to get left out of this. Like, who are we going to fight?
2: You're a brat. Like, sit the fuck down somewhere. You're 10 years old, dude. Calm down, little pip squeak. (laughs) You ain't going nowhere.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hey, man. He didn't have to go nowhere. The fight showed up to them. True. The episode. Oh, I was to say the episode ends with an explosion and a member of the Oniwaban group shows up, and this is like a fucking sumo wrestler who has the worst sunburn I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he was fucking red. He was fucking yeah. red.
0: Man, likes uh, you know, he he burns and then he tans, so I guess this is in like early summer, late spring, right now. <laughs> But yeah, that's our first look at one of our ninja. Uh, Tyler, I hope you enjoy the next few episodes. I think they're fucking lit. I hope the audience is also excited about it because this is this is one of my faves.
2: Yeah, I'm always I'm always ready to see Kenshin. uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping we Kenshin as a show. I'm hoping that the battles like progress to be even harder and harder. And if they do, then I think, you know, people that haven't seen Veroni Kenjin, like me, all the way through or whatever, or even people that hasn't seen in a while, like, I, th- I feel like the battles so far has been pretty good, especially our last one with, uh, old scary looking dude. I forgot his name already. Jin. Uh, who, Jin? Yeah. 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 I feel like that was a really, really good battle. And, um, and... If if the battles going forward is even better than that, especially since that was so early, like I feel like we we're gonna have some r- really uh, cool uh, things coming. So, yeah, I'm, well,
1: man, I'm curious to see if they get to my favorite Ronnie Kenshin baddie this season or not. I don't remember what episode or what arc he came in on, but homie goes hard.
0: Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about, and, and they may not get to him. But uh, Tyler, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're liking it so far, man.
2: Uh, even with, him. even with the 24 episodes,
0: I don't think so. I, I know who he's talking. I think I know who he's talking about, and I don't think we're going to get to him. Uh, so this I... anime was about 100 or a little okay. under 100 episodes total, um, and it seems like they're doing about two episodes of the old
2: one to one episode of the new one so later later arcs or something
1: like that yeah yeah Yeah, it's like the 57th episode of the uh, the og one so we're like right on the cusp. but But if they started the second season with that it would be okay
0: yeah i mean that would be good that would actually come on i'd be sitting here waiting for more running
1: so bad (laughs) big time but awesome guys Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's weekly rundown. Don't worry, guys. I believe all of our shows are back next week. Uh, I think so. Zom's not on a break until two weeks from now. They got a little recap episode.
2: Maybe Bleach. I think maybe Bleach isn't uh, out next week. I don't know. We'll see. Okay.
1: But JJK's back, baby, so we got that to talk about. Uh, Make sure you guys hop in the Discord uh linktree.com slash anime dgens hit us up there we love to chat and check out our socials you can also find them right at that link all right guys we'll see you on thursday for the dgens bullshit hour thanks